You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joan Nonra, here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what is happening everybody? I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal and amazing week so far. Uh, thankfully, if okay, so if you live in the Guelph and nearby regions, southern Ontario, you probably know that the weather's been getting so much nicer and today the temperature was about i think seven degrees above zero which is like i'm (laughs) like i think this is the warmest it's been the whole year which is mind-blowing and it feels so good because you know when it gets a little bit warmer out it automatically just impacts your mood and you know like even though i had a lot of work to do today indoors i was just so tempted like hey you know just like finish everything that you gotta do and then even if you even if you have time to just like go on a ride around your neighborhood or if you want to go on a short walk around your neighborhood neighborhood like just just do that and enjoy this lovely weather and um it feels so much like spring like so much more like spring like yeah we have a lot of snow still but you get what i mean and i love it so much and uh it feels amazing so let me tell you a a tad bit about my day um you know grad school busy as always but also i feel like personally i've been trying to figure out um time for myself like that personal like self-care time just dedicated to me and me only and doing the things that I think would be really soothing and just uh you know after a long day at work or whatever I have going on during the day you know I just uh I take a step back and I kind of like think about myself and I say okay you know like hey you know just pat pat myself on the back and be like hey Janan you know you've had a long day you should like take it easy girl so uh, I'm so happy that I'm finally starting to find find out about this balance and you know, in the middle of everything that I have going on and I can speak for myself, you know, from the perspective of a grad student and, um, you know, I, I really do want to use myself as an example so that whoever you are listening to this episode right now, uh, I'm sure that there's so many challenges and obstacles that you probably have to go through in life as well. If it's in school, if it's at work or whatever you're dealing with right now. Um, and, uh, who doesn't like that equilibrium in life, right? And I understand that um, it's not always achievable if you're just faced with that challenge in life or whatever you're dealing with at that moment. And it might take you a while to become accustomed to how you should go about and, you know, work about um, those challenges. But um, trust me, once you get a hold of it, you, you got it. And then once you got it, um, you can slowly and just just with so much ease get back to 
your normal life and incorporate everything else that you had you know before this thing entered your life and started to kind of like I don't know mess up your schedules and whatnot whatever it is so yeah I hope um uh like this message actually reaches at least some of you out there because I think it's very important especially when it comes to mental health um so yeah you know regardless of what you're going through in life right now just trust me um you will get a hold of it and once you once you get a um hang of everything then you can easily spring back everything they had beforehand and uh you know regular peaceful life and um it's the best feeling in the world um and it makes you feel like you know you got things handled and uh you're not in that uh uh you know constant go 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 mode anymore and you're like okay i know that thing like i got it taken care of this other thing that i have to do i also got that taken care of like all is good like i know how to handle different things so um trust me if you if you really want to reach that point you will just you just have to be patient and um yeah it will eventually come do not worry about it um i know it's probably hard at first when you're dealing with like challenges at work and school and stuff and you're like gosh like i just i wish i i could just like you know have have a little bit of that peacefulness that i had before all this but trust me you'll get a hang of everything and then it will be life like before if not even more peaceful Okay, so that's that's <laughs> my piece of advice to all of y'all listening out there. Um, if you can somehow, you know, everything I said, I try to say it as generalized as possible. So take it as you will and just kind of like to use it as a template and then just like apply it to your own life, I guess. But, you know, I'm no professional. Listen, I'm only speaking from my own experience, but um one thing that I love about having these like motivational segments on TKO is that listen, especially if you're listening from the radio from 93.3 FM, um, there's a chance that you probably just tune into the station by accident or you're just like going through radio stations, whatever it is. And um, it is no accident that you are listening to this show right now. So if that is the case, um, I really hope that my message has uh, has actually reached out to you specifically. Yes, you, dear listener, and uh, potentially TKO TKO fan. You know, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's something that really gets me going with TKO because I know that. Okay, I know I'm not a professional, but I really hope that some of the stuff that I say from personal experience has the capacity to help out at least one other person out there who listens to this show. And I know, like some of the motivational stuff I say isn't necessarily sports related, but um, you know, let's just take it um, in in the spirit of it, so that you know, like in, in my opinion. I guess to like relate it to sports so that it's not like super unrelated. Um, sports isn't just about techniques and physicality and th- and athleticism, excuse me. It's also about that um, spirit and the mentality that, okay, I'm faced with challenges and things that are like difficult to deal with. How do I mentally go about um, everything and how do I turn things into my own advantage, right? So that's like the, the mental side of sports and sports yeah like people play it for um like scores and for trophies or whatever um whatever it is but hmm think about it deep isn't life a sport 
huh right <laughs> damn okay this this just turned really deep but uh yeah so in my opinion like there's so much similarity between sports and life and um what we see in sports um it's like a miniature version of challenges in life and how you deal with different stuff in life so why not take that take that um part of it and try to apply it to your own lives right okay wow okay that was so deep like i didn't really intend for it to be this deep but you know what i'm not complaining um that was that was awesome wow like i honestly just improvise these philosophical moments they just naturally occurred to me but i'm happy that they do <laughs> okay anyways 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 um speaking of sports um uh, what a time to be alive right now man um this past weekend we had two phenomenal sports events that took place one was on saturday saturday night which was ufc 271 headlined by a fantastic middleweight championship bout between the champion israel adesanya and the former champion robert whitaker and that fight was very interesting super duper technical um okay i guess i'll just like briefly give you a preview of everything that happened because uh for the rest of the show i kind of want to talk about the super bowl so um the fight between ezra adesanya and robert whitaker um if you did have the chance to catch up with it um i really hope that you also thought that it was a very technical fight and that it was pretty much like playing chess mma style it was very calculated it was um not just for you know you know sometimes like when you're watching combat sports certain athletes just want to put on a show for the fans and they don't really care if they get hit or injured in the meanwhile they just want to put a good show for the fans and uh they want to produce like future fight highlights on for for like promotion videos or whatever they want to go for that knockout they want to go for that big moment like who doesn't like that of course right but um i really do want to emphasize that if you are playing professional sports specifically professional fighting it is quite risky for you to be playing that game right uh we're not in a movie this is not a game this is real life and uh professional fighting with real consequences so if somebody comes out there just you know guns blazing just wanting to go for the ultimate knockout um that's awesome right but is it realistic is it realistic that only you are going to hit your opponent and you're not going to get hit and you're not going to get injured you have to look at things uh, in a more realistic way. And um, I'm actually so proud of most athletes that we have right now, specifically in mixed martial arts, because they have indeed realized that it's not only about that, you know, just showing off your knockout power or whatever it is to like generate like fight highlights or whatever, you know, it's all about um, uh, prioritizing your health and safety as a fighter, but also doing everything that is absolutely necessary in a fight to win and to fight smart and efficiently. Okay, and that's exactly how both guys fought. Both uh, Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker fought on uh, Saturday night. Okay, so it was very um, beautiful to watch. It was super technical. Like, like I said, it was like you're watching chess being played, but with mixed martial arts. 
Um, and so uh, the fight lasted full the the, the full um, twenty five minutes, and um, uh, it was uh, a mix of striking, wrestling. Uh, everything was really balanced in this fight. We had Israel Adesanya try to strike with Rob Whitaker, and Whitaker he would also get hit with um, strikes. Right, he would actually get injured, but he would see that and he would try to tackle it with uh, some some counterattacks of wrestling. So he attempted those wrestling takedowns and they were mostly successful. Right, but the thing was, once he had Israel Adesanya on the canvas, you know, it was really hard to do it like do more damage to him so yeah great for him he took down izzy and um he was putting a lot of pressure on him but once that happens you need to have like a next step you need to either go for a submission try to scramble with your opponent or try to ground and pound him and try to give him the most amount of damage so that potentially the referee jumps in and stops the fight or that your um, opponent overall, like he gets so tired. And even when you are stood up, um, you like your opponent can really strike back with you and he's just so tired. So those are the things that naturally come after wrestling. But for Robert Whitaker, like he was trying his best, but also Izzy was very resistant Overall, it was it was a really nice back and forth um, throughout this whole fight. Israel Adesanya was more successful with the strikes. Specifically, um, he owed that to um, some of the physical advantages that he uh, had in this fight because he was the taller fighter. And um, as a result of that, he had longer limbs so he could easily control the striking game. Um, in a in a more efficient way, so that he would like strike with Robert Whitaker, but he would throw his punches from a long range, and he wouldn't really necessarily have to get close to Robert. So you know he would throw the punch, but Robert like he would get hit. But if Robert wanted to hit Israel, um, he couldn't from that distance, so he had to get closer. But once he would get closer to Israel Adesanya, Israel even had a better chance of hitting Robert with more strikes. So I hate to tell you, like, there, these are some of the things, some of the disadvantages that come with um, any, any combat sport that involves striking. But it is part of the game. And that's, again, one of the beauties of mixed martial arts. Because, yeah, if you're someone like Robert Whitaker, you don't really have to just stand over there and strike with your opponent. You do have other options in the game. And that's exactly what Robert did. He saw that he wasn't necessarily being super duper successful with striking against Israel. So he went for that wrestling. And he tried to put pressure on Israel. Um, and even though it was very, very close at times, and even though he was able to hold hold Israel down on the canvas for quite a while throughout the rounds um it wasn't enough to give him a decision win in this fight so yeah overall I do have to admit um it was a very close fight but the judges actually gave the fight to Israel Adesanya unanimous decision yeah, I hate to tell you, when when you're a champion trying to defend your belt and the fight lasts the full um, 25 minutes and it is ultimately in the hands of the judges, you, you must have done something 
like incredible for the judges to give you the win through decision if you're not the champion if the champion was even like so close um and in, in power and style to his opponent he is most likely to get the w at the end of the night because it's just so hard like it's just so risky and it's such a critical decision to make right like for a judge to say oh like um for example robert threw like 51 shots versus israel throwing 50 shots like it's just so tricky and subjective at times um so the judges don't really want to go to that extent so they prefer to stay safe and just uh look at things holistically and uh judge the fight that way so in that case uh, even though i'm telling you the fight was so incredibly close and so technical um the judges the judges saw it, the judges saw it as um a unanimous win for israel Adesanya but overall it was a very good fight uh, it was beautiful to watch and it's definitely one of those fights that I'm as a diehard fan as a diehard MMA fan I'm definitely gonna go back and watch this fight um, later again to look at some of the parts that I missed and just honestly like appreciate the technicality of the fight because it was super duper technical and speaking of this fact um I was on social media and a lot of the fans in the MMA community, should I say casual fans, they were complaining about this fight not being as exciting or something or they were saying, oh, Israel, like, okay, sure, like you retain uh, your your belt still, but you're not an exciting fighter anymore, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And I'm j I just get so angry at these fans because, uh, like I told you, they're definitely casual fans. Um, if you are a diehard MMA fan, uh, you you would definitely appreciate all the little things that were going into this fight uh, and stuff coming from both guys uh, to to make this fight a very elegant one. Even though nobody was knocked out, okay, like that doesn't mean that the fight wasn't um, interesting and exciting enough. So, yeah, I don't know what to tell to those people because uh, this is like high level MMA, and yeah, sometimes we do have finishes, we do have knockouts and submissions, but most of the time we have beautiful full uh full length fights that showcase how talented and technical our fighters are in mma so yeah i would highly recommend everybody to like if you feel like that i would say you should go back and watch the fights from like a different lens um to to just honestly appreciate the technicality of things so yeah, that's that's all I have to say for that. But overall, it was a beautiful fight, and uh, the whole fight card was just so good. And uh, just to briefly talk about the co-main event as well, we had Tartui Vasa and Derek Lewis going um, going at a um, heavyweight bout, and it was very interesting because. Uh, tied to Vasa, who was almost uh, losing in the first round of this fight. And uh, we all know that Derek Lewis is a big knockout artist. So when he comes into the fight, he has so much power and he just wants to, you know, just unleash the beast, literally. So he wants to potentially go for the finish as soon as possible. He th That's what he tried to do in the first round. It didn't work. And then 
tying tweet boss in the second round he just changed his whole strategy he came out guns blazing and he started throwing a lot of elbows towards um Derek lewis and uh Derek was actually knocked out by one of these elbows which was we haven't seen that happen in a long long time if ever so that tells you something and so it was a very, very cool fight to watch. Um, that was like a little treat for anybody who was complaining about not seeing a knockout and a finish on this fight card. Well, there you go. That was a beautiful fight. But yeah, overall, UFC 271 was awesome. Uh, UFC 272 is going to be coming up in a few weeks, March 5th, um, headlined by a welterweight bout between Gamebred, Jorge Masvidal, and Colby Chaos Covington who used to be teammates and now they're the world the worst rivals you can possibly find on the face of this planet <laughs> so um yeah that's coming up and i'm so so excited for that fight but uh we'll be we talk about it in more detail as fight week approaches for that whole fight card but that's the next uh pay-per-view card for the ufc all right, so I'm just going to briefly reminisce about the Super Bowl that happened this past Sunday as well. So Super Bowl 56, LA Rams going against Cincinnati Bengals, and it was a very good game. So I told you guys last week that I'm the most casual, casual football fan that you can possibly find on the face of this planet. And I still stand by that. You should like definitely give me a trophy for that. But uh, when it's Super Bowl time, I feel like I'm uh, literally um, Stephen A. Smith of football, like the female version of him, if you will. Uh, but yeah, I get so into it. And uh, even though I might have to Google a few of the roles or whatever it is, I'm still so hooked onto the game. And um, this Super Bowl was definitely no exception. Uh, it was very dynamic. We had a lot of action going on. I was personally, from the couple of games that I had watched this whole season, I was expecting the LA Rams to be the more well-rounded um, team with better defense. And um, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't really been catching up with the Bengals this season. But uh, when I was watching some of the like the pre-game videos and stuff, I realized that their biggest power was their quarterback, uh, Mr. Joe Burrow who I actually became a huge fan of after the game uh, because he's, I, to me, uh, he's like a young Tom Brady and uh, I feel like people should not be sleeping on him. And yeah, okay, I guess I'll, I'll have to spoil the result of the game, but even though the Bengals didn't win, I still, I still see uh, Joe Burrow signing with so many other franchise, franchises and... Uh, potentially getting to the top and winning Super Bowls, even though this year wasn't his year, I still see him doing that. And he also is super young. I believe he's 23 or 24, which is very young. And um, the like the road is just so smooth and, like ahead of him for you to play a Super Bowl when you're that young. Okay, it doesn't matter if you win or not, but um, for you to showcase your skills like that at the biggest football game of the year... That um, showcases something about you as an athlete. And uh, also, like, everybody watching the, the, the game 
and potential people wanting to draft you and recruit you into their team, they're like, huh, okay, this guy, I need to keep my eye on this guy, you know? But yeah, so uh, Joe Burrow was a fantastic player. He, he usually has very accurate, um, I keep wanting to say strikes, but like I need to come out, come out of that MMA zone. He has very accurate throws, right? And uh, he's a very good player. That's the thing. I feel like the biggest uh, thing that was distinguishing the Rams from the Bengals was that the Rams worked really good as a team, but the Bengals, like, they had this big uh, superstar being Joe Burrow, but they weren't necessarily working synergically as a team. Uh, there were a lot of stuff that went wrong uh, in the game. Overall, they played really well. They they did play a little bit unorthodox, I'm not going to lie. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I'm just saying, like, for you to have guaranteed results, you need to be more organized as a team. The Bengals still scored so many good touchdowns and... Um, there were a lot of like sneaky moments that the Bengals, you know, they, they saw the opportunity and they took it right at that moment. Um, and it was really nice to watch. Uh, but also, you know, uh, the, the, the Rams, you have to give credit to the Rams because overall, like uh, they they knew exactly what was happening. And um they they just had everything listed out like okay like if this happens then we're gonna have uh matthew stafford our quarterback you know do this thing or you know like for him to take the ball and like run with it or whatever it is like uh they were just so calculated with everything that they did and even though they were behind they 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 knew what to do during critical moments because if you guys watch the game the Rams scored a very critical touchdown in the very fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, people weren't really thinking that the Rams were going to have it. But um, it's all about these critical moments in um, in professional sports. And I feel like, uh, again, a big shout out to Matthew Stafford because as the quarterback and, you know, someone who is leading this team on the field, um, that's what it all comes down to. You have to know how to react during these critical moments and how to guide your team. That's exactly what he did. And um, they came out on top at the end of the night. They won the Super Bowl and they got the rings, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I feel like overall they really deserved it. And like throughout the whole season, they've shown, they, they showed us through and through that they were so improved and, um, they were just really strong. They were just literally coming for that Lombardi trophy from the start. So shout out to everyone on the LA Rams and also shout out to the Bengals for real. Uh, I'm telling you, I was personally rooting for the Bengals um, because I, I don't know. I, I, I saw Joe Burrow and I was like, okay, uh, this dude, like everybody's sleeping on this dude. He is going to be the next Tom Brady. Just just watch me, okay? Like just, just you heard it here first kind of thing, okay? Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to both teams and uh, shout out to their coaches and everybody who was involved with organizing the teams because it was a it was a beautiful game and it was super technical 
and it was really nice to watch so yeah i hope the rams uh have a wonderful celebration of the super Bowl, of the lombardi trophy that they won and uh i look forward to this new uh football season and i really want to see how things go and i always say this every year but i honestly just want to watch more football this year honestly i i really want to make it like a year yearly resolution because I love football when I sit down to actually watch it. But sometimes I just catch myself like there's so many games happening at the same time. I sometimes just lose track of who's playing who. But oh well. Um, I love sports. You already know, man. You already know. That's why we're doing this show. Anyway, so I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. You guys make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our previous episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, John Nan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.